1: when you need a strategist, and when you can hire an expert. We're going to talk about sites you can use to get expert help and examples of jobs that you can post on these sites. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to
0: www.aybguide.com.
1: Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 33. This is our final episode of the six part series that we've done on automation and it's been a pretty good series today's topic is all about staffing how can you get the people the right people to do all of the stuff that we've just been speaking about in our previous podcast how can you get them to do what you want them to do for very cheap and get them to do it when you want it and on time now i could not do this podcast without the lovely heather porter hey heather
0: Hey, Andrew. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We love having you guys listening in, just so you know.
1: Just for your information. Just we for, for your love information.
0: You so, yeah, this is a cool episode because it, it is, like you were saying, it's number six of our series that we're just wrapping up right now about automation and tools and ideas and concepts you can use in your business to help your day-to-day operations be a lot more easy and save you time and money. So this one is all about staffing. And like Andrew said, we're going to be running through some websites that we use that we know about as well to give you some examples of really, you know, what kind of help can you actually get on these websites? What sorts of jobs can you post and when you should stay away from these sites and uh, also consider having a strategist help you out in your business as well. So I'm excited. Shall we get
1: started? We shall get started. Just to let let you know, I actually, uh, just last night, I, I uh, did a live presentation of uh, all of these automation series again. Yeah. And, um, and i got to say that the the most fun we had was probably for this particular part of the presentation because um, it really opens people's eyes up to what's possible, um, especially when it comes to not just saving money, doing things, but actually how much time can be leveraged by other people doing the crap that you don't want to do, you know, and, and, and it was, it was, it was fun watching the people's faces last night at the presentation, uh, their eyes opening up and just gobsmacked at what people will do. I showed some examples and we'll talk about some of those examples today, but what people would do for so little money these days. Um, and you know it's they're like, but and, and it was funny because mo- a lot of the focus was on, well, how do they survive? And you know the the t- the topic turned to what do they do with their with their little mid- amount of money that they get? And I said at the end of the day, that's probably a lot of money for them. And don't waste your time thinking about that because they're the ones who are offering to work for it. They're not slaves. You know, you're not paying a slave driver. Or anything like that. They've chosen to do that job. They've put their hand up, and that's how they're making a living. Um, yeah. If they're doing it and they want to take, they're happy to take that money, and they do a good job. Then I say use them as much as you can.
0: And some of the sites we're going to talk about too, I mean, these are not just outsourced overseas people, but these are, you know, Westerners as well. And they use these sites as a great opportunity to get introduced to you and they'll give you introductory prices as a result. So there's a lot of different ways of, I suppose, using these sites to position yourself for work, um, which is quite interesting. So, Andrew, I have one question for you. Do you know what it is?
1: Um, You're going to ask me if my brain has expanded (laughs)
0: in so many ways yes but the question is what have you learned this week
1: what have I learned this week so um, I have been digging into some local pages and local listings now local pages local listings are big if you're a bricks and mortar business and it's very important that you have your listings up to date and the reason I say (coughs) say this is because we did some research for a company recently about what people were saying and what was their online footprint. Basically, we have our magazine called online footprint. It's this exact reason we called it online footprint because everybody has a footprint, whether you like it or not. Uh, This guy, you know, doesn't have much of a web presence, but he has lots of retail stores and the retail stores are popping up on, you know, directory listings they're popping up on Google places they're popping up in yellow pages um, people are writing reviews for these these retail agencies and whether he likes it or not people are doing it and mm-hmm. um, it, it, what we discovered was that uh, he wasn't active in getting good reviews for his for his businesses so therefore when people are unhappy they're more likely to write a bad review than a good review Well, I mean, in general, people are more likely to write a bad review rather than a good review. Um, When they're unhappy, they tend to make it (laughs) go out of their way to make sure people know about it. So he had some bad reviews on some of his sites. Now, he may have only had one or two bad reviews, but the thing was that they stuck there. They weren't pushed out or they weren't disappearing or engulfed in good reviews. They were just the bad review by itself, which is the only review for these retail outlets and he never saw that he never checked it some of the other things that he never knew or checked was that some of the listings were actually saying that he was closed every day you know so these (laughs) listing agencies do the best they can to find the right and correct information but it really is up to your business owner the business owner to make sure that these listings are you know up to date and current so one other thing that was quite fascinating fascinating was that a competitor of this guy thought that he would go in and fill in this guy's details. So he filled in the address and the phone number, although I'm not sure if the phone number is correct, but he put um, his own website in there. The competitor's website was in this guy's listing. So when wow. someone was doing a search for his business and they clicked on the website, it took him to somebody else's website.
0: So, as a brick and mortar business, how would somebody actually go and find all their listings? Do they just Google their business name? And yeah, that,
1: that's, that's 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 a start. Google your name. Okay. Google your name. Um, put put the suburb or the town or the city that you're in, because you want that. Because what that usually does is it's what they call a geotag, a geo, a ge- geometric. Oh, sorry, a geography tag, and um, it tells the search engines that it's looking for something that's localized. And you'll find when you put it like your suburb, like for instance, um, North Melbourne, you'll find that um, the listings will pop up because the name of your business and the suburb are an exact match.
0: Yeah. You know, and I'll say quickly on that too. uh, Nowadays, when I'm looking for new businesses or service businesses, businesses to go to like you know that I had to go get my hair chopped off and I moved recently and so I was trying to find a new place and I actually googled in um, in my suburb for hair places and what made me you know, start thinking and researching was the reviews, exactly as you're saying. I was going through like Google places and all different local listing sites, and I was reading reviews, and this one place down the street from me had this really bad review, and I was, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, they're going to be great. I can walk to them. Very cool. I read this review, and I completely started doubting them that I ever wanted to go in and I I wonder if they like you're saying also know that this review this really scathing review is sitting there on this site ruining their reputation
1: yeah really and you know what they probably don't know and here's the thing yeah. the review could have even been written by a competitor and it, it could be completely false mm-hmm. so the owner doesn't even know that a it's sitting there uh b it's false and they're getting they're losing business now you may you may be a person that goes in and says, just by the way, I'm not coming to your place because of the review, but there would be another thirty of you that don't say yeah. anything and they just move on. Um, so one one thing I do want to stress is this is not just for local businesses with bricks and mortar. You can actually create your own listings for your business if you if you're home based as well. So um, have a think about that. So that's what I learned this week. H, what about you? What did you learn? What 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 crossed your desk this week?
0: Oh, yes. Amongst the hundreds of projects, (laughs) this is the one that stood out the most. And it's more of a reminder. And I think it's important for everybody listening to just Remember this as well. So, what it's about is PDFs or downloadable documents that you put on your website or you sell on your website, such as ebooks or free reports, and how to use them better as a marketing tool. And the reason why I'm talking about this is we have a, a client right now that we're formatting several ebooks for him um, to get him actually ready to not only sell them on this site, but eventually to sell them on Kindle and Amazon. And the key thing about it is that. Whether or not, I mean, you, you, when you're selling an ebook, you can try your best to block it off from other people spreading it around for you. But let's face it if somebody gets your ebook, they buy your ebook, and then their friend says, Oh, I need this help. And then they think, Oh, yeah, I have this great ebook for you. And then they pass it on to their friend. It's just human nature. It's going to happen, so you can't block it. So on this case, what you can do is use your PDF as a marketing tool. And what I mean by that is in all of your footers, on any document, again, this is any document that you sell online that is downloadable from the viewer's perspective, put a call to action. Make sure you have your website on there. If you have a free report, we've talked a lot about funnels and lead generation. If you're giving something away free on your website, put that in the footer. Say, you know, get a free report or get a free video series by going here, find out more about my services here. Every single page of your your document should have that information in it. So again, it was just a reminder, Andrew, I suppose, of Everything that's floating around in the internet la-la land, you have to have your information on every page because you never know when it's going to get in the hands of a new client because it's been passed amongst friends.
1: Yeah, I've seen I've actually seen uh, that done recently where somebody created a new report and in it, they actually said, please share this with as many people as you can. And I'm like, like, that's a little strange. But then I realized what he was doing. He had links there inside the report that took him to, took you to his own sales page or his own product page. Um, And it was a great way to share a report. It was a current report. It was something that was topical at the time and uh, people wanted to see it. So they shared it and uh, it got some great virality out of it. So good, good, uh, good pickup. One.
0: There you go. So with that said, I think we should go ahead and get started in our uh, staffing automation episode. And what do you want to start with on
1: this topic? Well, you know what? I think we might start with what, what, what sort of things can get outsourced? What sort of help can you get? You know, because as entrepreneurs, you know, we're all wearing different hats and multiple hats at the same time. And sometimes you just sort of look at it and go, well, where do I even start to get help? And sometimes it's good just to uh, let's just put a list together of some of the things that can get outsourced and then we'll talk about the sites that, uh, that we can go to, some of the, uh, the pitfalls of those sites and some of the good things about those sites. And then um, we'll give some examples of what how we've used um, people from these sites to do certain things and some of the things, <clears throat> believe it or not, you have already seen the result of.
0: Ah uh, yes, we'll, <laughs> so we, stick we with us, yeah. and we'll we'll tell you exactly what that is.
1: <laughs> that's a cool correction. Um, exactly. All right, so let's have a look at some of the things that we can um we can get outsourced um for your business. Firstly, IT and programming. There's a, an extremely big market out there for IT and programming people. Um, what we've found is that some of the places like oh, there's good there's good pe- people all over the world who do this sort of stuff. Um, but just from a point of view, a personal point of view that I've discovered over the last two years is that India um, seems to be quite good with some programming, a lot of programming skills. If you're looking for someone to create a program, India's been very good for some of the app app makers, people building a mobile app. Some of the uh, Russian the Russian and the, the Baltic countries seem to be pretty good with apps. Um, what else have you found? Anything? Any other countries specifically for IT and programming?
0: I've really only had experience with India, so I've used them for some phone apps um, mm-hmm. and also for, I know that people are using, having them design software programs as well. Yep. So yeah, I'd agree with you with that. And the
1: Philippines also have some uh, good programmers there too mm-hmm. as well. Um, let's talk about sales and marketing. Sales and marketing is a uh, is something you can actually help get outsourced. There's all aspects of sales and marketing. Um, whether you're getting them help, help set up uh, marketing funnels, whether you're helping them Help, getting people help you to set up um, sales calls and that sort of stuff?
0: Yeah, you can get copywriters as well. So people that actually do not only article writing or press release writing, but also like Andrew said, your funnel. So your autoresponder emails um, and even copywriting for your website and for your sales pages and your landing pages as well.
1: Yep. One of the big ones, admin and clerical. Admin and clerical is a big one. Just keeping things up to date. Um, Maybe it might be accounts or accounting and that sort of stuff. It may be bookkeeping. It may be uh, answering phones or responding to emails, help desks and that sort of stuff can be big. So there's lots of people out there, lots of services out there you can use for admin and clerical. Design and multimedia, very similar to IT and programming. There's a lot of places out there that will, uh, a lot of countries that are good at that, um, but you can get so many people, there's so many different people who have all sorts of good design and multimedia skills.
0: Yeah, so you could get like video editors or people to do your video intro and outro, your bumpers, you know, things like that, um, things for your podcast, which I'll talk about later. So, yeah, there's um, huge amounts of talent all over the world to help with those things.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, writing and translation. I mean, I I'm not a big fan of writing articles, but I look to people um, to actually do some writing for me. If it's a specific topic, I you know I'll ask them to write a topic for me. Uh, I'll read it and make sure it suits my style and my branding, and then I'll uh, and then I'll post it. But it just means I don't have to go and do the writing. Translation and transcription is another part of that as well. Mm. And then we've got personal assistants. There's a lot of personal assistants out there, which is pretty similar to admin and clerical. What sort of things can you get them to do? There's, it, it's really limitless. It, whatever you're doing more than once a day, then you should get someone to think about doing that for you.
0: Yeah like I've had an I had an assistant from America who moved over to Israel for a while and she's incredible you know she's trained in American universities and um, so it's not just personal assistants as you think you know them which are all based say in the Philippines or other other developing countries uh, there I mean you can use the sites and resources we're going to talk about to find people in your own countries as well even so it's um quite interesting
1: Yes 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 all right so should we get on and talk about Um, some of the sites that we like to use and and what's good and bad about those. Yeah, we'd love it. All right, kick off.
0: All right, so our first one, and actually we're using this one as we speak, uh, this one, elance.com. And this site is basically, uh, it's an incredible site where you can go to get majority of everything we've just talked to you about above so web design um, you can get admin and clerical you can find people that can do copywriting you name it Uh, let's talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts of elance so if i were to go to that site and i'm interested in say getting help with my website andrew then what would i need to do to use that site to get that kicked off that project
1: right so you want to sign up for an account an account on elance is free and in fact, you know what, I'm going to mention the other two sites right now because they all work fairly similar. So the other, before we get in, right into Elance, but I'm going to, we'll come back to Elance specifically, but the other site, the other sites that we like are odesk, odesk.com and guru.com, guru, guru g-u-r-u.com, guru, e, Odesk, and Elance are all sites that um, operate in a very similar way. So. Now that you know what the other sites are, I'll explain how Elance works specifically, and you'll find that Odesk and Guru work similarly as well. So um, here's what you set up an account. All of them are free. It doesn't cost you to set up an account. You'll set up some banking details. So you might put a um, you might put your Visa or your Mastercard in there. You might put uh, your PayPal account in there as well. And what happens is you'll do a search for. You can. There's a couple of ways to go about it. If you're looking for, uh, what did you say? Did you say, did you give me a specific job?
0: Well, let's just do, yeah. So say I have a WordPress site and um, I need help with it. I need some pages created and things changed and moved around on it. So let's use that as an example.
1: Okay. So so a couple of things you can do. First one is you can type in, in the search bar on Elance on the homepage and every page has got a search bar. Um, Word, you might type in WordPress assistance or WordPress and you'll get a massive amount of results with um, suppliers or sellers, we call them who have WordPress skills. So um, Elance looks at the algorithm and says, okay, we're looking for WordPress. Anyone that's got WordPress in their in their bios will go and give you that as a result. So you can flick through the pages and pages of people. You can look at everything from um, their bio, their past jobs, how many jobs they've actually taken on, how much money they've made through Elance. Um, you can look at their portfolios to see what they've done. What sort of work they've um, they've been involved with, and how good their work is too. So if it's a if it's a graphical job you're looking at, you can see if they've got a nice clean um, clean images or clean drawings. If it's um, writing or translation, you can check out their bios and see what sort of documents they've created from that sort of thing too. So you can flick through, and once you find a couple of people, you can invite them or hire them. You can invite them to um, uh, I give you a quote for a job, but the way I like to do it because that takes too long because you've got to go through and filter everything out and and you may you may miss some great great people. so what I like to do is go and post a job to the general community and what I do is i'll um, it'll come up and say "Post a job and you you put the details of the job down now you want to be specific about the job the more specific you are, the better the results the less rubbish you're going to get. And I can tell you now, you're going to get some rubbish, right? You're going to get some people who think they can do what you're asking them to do and they have no clue. So you need to sift that out. And like anything, you want to make sure that you are, um, if you were to hire somebody in your own business sitting down face-to-face in a desk, what sort of things would you ask them? Would you do a background check? Would you go and see if they can do the job? Would you give them some sort of question or um, test to see if their knowledge is actually up to date with what you're looking for? Um, And it's the same with these places here. Just because they're on the other side of the world or on the other side of a computer connection doesn't mean there's any different, um, different things to do here. Yeah, so, the
0: key things that I've used on those before is I pay attention to a few things. I look for the amount of hours that they've actually worked on that particular site. Like in Elance, it'll say how many jobs or how many hours they've – and how much money they've actually made in projects on that particular site. So I look that they have an established presence there and therefore are credible. I also look for their rating. So everybody that um, uses that that particular person can rate the, the – you know, I think it's a five-star rating or something, isn't it, Andrew? Oh, okay. yeah. Um, Yeah, so you you can do ratings with that. Look for how many ratings they've had and also the average of of the rating if it's around the five-star mark. I definitely look at their... Projects. I want to see their portfolio and what they've done in the past. And then from time to time, if it's a bigger project, I'll even ask to email one of the person that's left a reference, um, one of the referees, and actually say, you know, really tell me about this person a little bit more. I've actually done that for some people I've worked with in the past uh, for phone apps. I I was happy with her work and I said, look, I'm happy to be a referral if you want. And I had a few people contact me off of, I think it was DLANs or Odesk, one of those sites, saying, hey, you know, I'm thinking about using so and so's service services and you, your name was down, what do you think about them? And I was more than happy to, you know, be really truly honest. So like Andrew's saying Think of this like you're hiring somebody to come into your very own office and treat it in that way. And if you really, like for a lot of you guys, you might not be techie and you might really not know 100% of what you're looking for. So think of the questions that you want answered, like such as, are they timely? Um, Do they know what they're doing? How do they know what they're doing? And for those of you that really are not 100% clear on how the job should be delivered, that's when you might want to speak to somebody else who's worked with that person in the past to get extra clear.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So – um, once, once you've just established what, what it is that you want them to do, then you post the job out to the general community and within literally within hours, if not minutes, you'll get people responding to that job and they'll give you a quote. A uh, quote for the for the job. Now you can you can say I'd like to have this job as an ongoing job, and I want an hourly rate. You may say it's just a one-off project. It's I'm I'm doing one thing that I want them one thing I want them to do, and they could give you a per project um, quote as well. Um, so within hours, you'll get people responding to that job and saying, Hey, I'll do it for X amount of dollars. Now, one thing you're going to find quite funny is the difference in the prices that you'll get for the for these jobs mm-hmm. it, it is absolutely astounding how one person can see uh the value as one as one amount and then someone else can see it as another amount that maybe 10 or 15 times more than the original person so um you'll start getting jobs straight away You'll have that job open for a certain amount of days. You might open it for just six or seven days, or five days, depending on how busy it is. Um, and then at the end of the five days, you look through the uh, applicants. You can you can message them, you can interview them before you award the job. Once you've awarded the job, then um, then you can get off and start running with start running, uh, running that person in the job that you do.
0: And why I love these sites is they are built for protection two ways round for you also as the, uh, you know, as a hirer, but also the person that's going to be working for you. Because they had this thing called escrow where you basically fund an account that, say, Elance has, and then you release the funds in milestones based on the job and when it's completed uh, based on if you're happy. As you go through, so these sites are built up to protect you, and you, um, you know, be dealing with them as a third party is actually really good in this case.
1: Yeah. So, um, so just give an example of that. Let's say that, um, let's say that Heather, you're you're offering services. You're going to create a website for me, and I come along and I'm looking for someone to do a website. So I find you on Elance. You're the person I'm looking for. I click on yes. Let's let's do it. So you might say, let's say you charge me $1,000 for instance. Okay, and I'm happy with that. What I'll do is I'll fund that um, escrow account. Elance will have their own separate third party account. I put $1,000 into that account. Now Heather can see that that money is in the account. I can't pull it out of that account. I can only put it in. Mm -hmm. Um, She can't pull it out of that account until I release the funds. So she knows the money's there. Um, I know that the money hasn't gone to her yet. So I know that she's not going to grab the money and run away and disappear and I'll never see her again because if she did that, my money's still safe. I tell Elance that's what's happened and they refund me the money. She knows that she's not going to get work done or she's not going to do a whole bunch of work for me and send it off to me and then I take it and I close the account down and she'll never see the money. So it's a pretty safe deal. So once I see the work, I might say, you know what? Uh, let's change some things here. Please change it. She'll go back and change it and so on and so on. And when I'm happy with the job, then I say, release the funds and the funds get given to her. I've got the work. Everyone's happy. No one's missing anything. In all my times of um, using Elance for different jobs, I think I've had one person that has not given me the work. I gave them money and I shouldn't have done it, but I gave them money for, it was $13 at the end of the day. So it wasn't a big deal. (laughs) Um, but I gave them money to buy some physical stuff that they needed for the job. Um, and then they just dispute. They haven't been on Eland since and I put in a dispute, but you know, it's $13. So it was one of those things that you learnt from, but, um, it's extremely safe. It's extremely geared towards, um, world global working conditions.
0: It is, yeah, and it's perfect for those of you that are, are growing businesses that don't really have a need for a full-time person in that role, that need to cut costs. Um, it, you know, Like we are saying before, any of the, the types of things we've talked about, whether it's from a personal assistant to a programmer, somebody that can help you with a website or software or an application – this is a great area for you to go out and research it because you can get that contractor-based work that you, you need, especially as a growing business. You know, let's face it, a lot of us can't go out and there and hire a full-time staffer to fill that that role. So um, we love these resources. They're easy to use, safe to use, and you get some great results.
1: So that's elance.com, odesk.com, and guru.com. They're, they're our choice. <clears throat> there are others out there. There's plenty of others out there. But these are the ones that seem to be the biggest um, there's another one out there called RentACoda.com, RentACoda, C-O-D-E-R, yes. RentACoda. Um, it's more geared towards the IT industry, but once again, they have a whole range of different professionals there, on there.
0: There's another one too I'll bring up called 99designs, uh, which is also a site that it specializes more in graphics. So you can, it's a great site to get logos uh, and also web design and print work, any graphical sort of things that you need to.
1: There's a little bit of a difference with 99. Do you want to explain the difference and why... You know, what's, what's different about that than Elance as far as the auction sites go?
0: Yeah. So basically, you post a project and you explain you know, what you're looking for, whether it's a logo or whether it's you know, a, a brochure or whatever it is that you need. And then the people that are in that site, the workers in that site, they're going to bid on your actual project. So you can then go through and, and find and negotiate people that are in your price range, also based on their talent level as well. So it's just a little bit different in, in that way, I suppose, where it's more of a bidding site rather than just a, a marketplace of all sorts of price points.
1: Yes, yes, yes. All right. And then there's one other site, which is um, extremely addictive, terribly addictive, actually. (laughs) You love this one. (laughs) And, (laughs) And the thing is that you can get anything, and I mean anything, on this site. Now, before I give you the name of that site, it does come with a warning, and that is that there are good quality people on this site, and there's some average quality people. And the site is... Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, Fiverr.com, where everything costs, how much do you think?
0: $5.
1: $5. Now, this this was a bit of a, uh, a discussion point last night when I was introducing this because I just couldn't understand how people could work for $5. Yeah. However, let's not get into that discussion. $5, people will do so many things for $5 and we're talking anything. Anything from, um, actually, I've got a couple of examples here. I pulled up a couple of examples just to give you an idea. And I'm going to keep it to mainly business examples. Um, So here's one here for you. I will solve your accounting problems for $5. Now, if you've only got $5 worth of accounting problems, then you're doing pretty well. (laughs) Once again, you want to check the quality of the work. You want to check that they've got ratings. This this company has ratings. um, That doesn't have an escrow-style account, but it does have... Uh, you can pay through PayPal um, you usually pay up front for these services but the thing is that if um, you, you look at the reviews if they've got negative reviews you keep away most of the time they've got positive reviews some people are making some good money out of fiverr so on um, you're gonna say something H
0: yeah no I, I was just gonna, I was gonna say from what I found from a business perspective and I know you're gonna give maybe hopefully some sillier little points in a moment but from a business perspective i found that people use it to actually showcase their talents to get leads um so even though it's five dollars it's almost like the same of offering a free report or a free strategy session on your website uh, I've, I've seen really professional people use fiverr as a lead generation tool to actually um then obviously get people into their services and their funnel and and hopefully get more um you know business off of it.
1: Yeah, you know, that's a good point because um, what Fiverr is doing now in the, in the last 12 months is that they've actually let people start to use an upsell technique. And so for instance, let's say that someone's going to create a short intro video for you. So mm. they might do it for $5, but then they might say, hey, if you want music over the top of your video, add $10 to this gig. Um, yeah. If you want to put it in HD and run it for an extra 30 seconds, give me another $30. So they're upselling a whole bunch of extra stuff that at the end of the day, it's still it's still a very cheap way of getting some stuff done. But mm-hmm. these guys are making a little bit more money without having to put too much more effort into it.
0: So what other examples do you have? Of okay, so I've got seen? things
1: like, um, I will help you create a budget for $5. I will do legal research for you for five dollars that could be a good thing if you're needing to do background checks or legal advice or find information that you you may have um, needed in, in the past um, I'll I will design a professional logo for five dollars so there's a there's an idea you can if you're looking for logos you can get five dollar logos um, this one here says I will improve your sales pitch your business proposal your video or any other creative for five dollars. So every product or service needs some sort of effective sales pitch, this guy claims that he can do that for you. Um, The good thing also is they give you um, flags, they give you little flags of countries so you can see what country they're coming from too. So you might be looking at an accounting job and see that the accounting person is from a country that doesn't use your accounting um, methods. So that may not be a good idea to use that person. So you can get to know where they're coming from as well. Um, This one's got, I will write a one page sales script for your product or service. So that's pretty cool. Now, Mm -hmm. once again, go through and check the response, check the reviews, see what people are talking about um, and see if the person is good. Often they will have videos about what they do on their Fiverr page. So you can see exactly how good their quality is. Um, I will do a 15 minute sales training for your sales team. I will record a professional thirty-second voiceover for you for five dollars. Now that's pretty cool, right?
0: <laughs> it is. Voiceovers seem, seem to be a bit of a theme over there.
1: Yeah. So, so we. I'm gonna. Can I? Can I tell? People? I
0: think now is the moment.
1: Now is the moment. <laughs> yeah. So
0: that's that's my clumsy segue into trying to say. It. Guess
1: what we've done? <laughs> so, so our voice, our, our the start of our podcast, um, we is a five dollar voiceover. Now, the music is not the voiceover itself. The 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 plain voice was a five five a person. So, we got someone to do the voiceover for us for five dollars. We added the music. Actually, we got someone else to do the music for us for five dollars. So, it cost us a whopping ten dollars for our intro for our podcast now that's pretty cool I think that's money well spent because we were happy with the quality of the voiceover we're happy with the music um and they put it together for us it was a whole it was a whole ten dollars so it's, it was a pretty simple thing to do for us um we done we've done video bumpers for five dollars where we've got a logo you know logo spinning around with some music so we've had video, um, video bumpers for $5. We've had some, um, transcripts or we might get some, um, keyword in the old days, we used to do some backlinking for some of our, for some of our YouTube videos. Um, we don't do that anymore because things have changed in SEO land, but, um, we did lots of little things like that. What other things have, uh, have we done or you people, you know, have done on five on Fiverr?
0: Yeah, look, I know it's mostly the voiceover stuff, um, some of the video bumpers. I find that people use it more for products in their business rather than their main business branding, because you want something a little bit more quality for that. But if you're doing like a product launch or you're selling you like an ebook, so ebook covers are really good. Um, if you're selling a video series, training series, then you might need an actual logo for that or a case cover designed for that. Uh, we've talked before about you know Kunaki and, and and Disc.com and some of these really cool companies where you can package up your DVDs, your CDs. So you can actually get the designs done for the covers or the sleeves in Fiverr, things like that. Again, so big picture branding for your company as a whole. I don't know if it works so well for that, but looking at individual services or products or offerings, um, I think it's really good to look at all the different aspects that you need to develop those graphically and, and some of the actual market research as well.
1: I will write a message up to 14 characters in mustard on a hot dog.
0: And then there's those as well.
1: <laughs> so some of the crazy ones are out there. There's a lot of there's, – there's like, you can actually get reviews for your products too. People will do reviews for you. So if you've got yeah. a product and you're looking for a review, they can do a, a review. If you're looking for someone to scream your name out loudly while they've got pink hair in, the par, in a car park, you could probably find that as well. So there's all sorts of crazy things out there. In fact, H, I don't know if uh, you ever saw this one, but I – I got some, uh, I wrote some words down about some friends of ours and uh, I got a guy to sing it. He, he created music for it. He sang <laughs> no, it and I, I, gave it, I gave it to him as a gift and I said, here you go, this is just for a laugh. And um, he filmed himself playing guitar and singing this song. Um, it was for $5. I mean, how cheap is that to get someone to create a song and <laughs> sing it for you for $5? dollars i was
0: suddenly feeling, you know, it'd be really fun to do is to go on there and get people to sing, scream, whatever they, they do. Um, I love Autopilot Your Business everywhere in the world and film it. We could put a compilation <laughs> together.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. And
0: there's, there's so many creative and silly things you can do.
1: You know what? We're going to put one. Oh, here's, one here's the challenge. I'm going to put one in this podcast. Here is our Fiverr. Here's our Fiverr crazy gig for this week. Here it comes.
0: You are listening to Autopilot Your Business podcast. Now, if you want to see me do a little dance like this, then you need to go and head over to www.autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast and check out the resource guide. (laughs)
1: that's crazy what do you think of that one (laughs) hey that's pretty funny (laughs) there you go we got that for five dollars just for you at home all right so i think uh, i think we're coming to the end of this there just wanted to show you there are a bunch of things you can do to really really um automate any of your business, um, find staff to do it. You know, we've been speaking about things like uh, marketing and sales and staffing and customer service, financials, go and find somebody on Elance or Fiverr to put those things we've spoken about together for you. We just recently, we've, um, you know, we've been talking about uh, things like FreshBooks. So we put a job out for someone on on Elance to help us with FreshBooks because we didn't want to do it anymore. So we got a whole bunch of people um, coming and saying, we, we know how to use fresh books. We'll do this job for you on a regular basis for this amount of money. So now we're using somebody to do all of our fresh book stuff for us because, you know, we're looking at, we're looking at, we're talking to to you about doing this stuff and we realized, Hey, we're doing some stuff we shouldn't be doing. Let's get that, let's get that outsourced. So that's exactly exactly what we're doing. We're using the tools that we're teaching you, but also using people to create the tools in the first place.
0: Yeah, we don't, you know, we don't have a need for a full-time bookkeeper or somebody to come in and do all that stuff, so that's why, that's why we're doing that. One word of advice, I guess, to all of you guys around the whole staffing thing is when you need strategy in your business, it's like, let's just, I guess, set up from the start. Strategy and creation of different pieces of content, things in your business is a very different situation. A strategist is somebody that really understands how to plug everything together and they look through sort of a, a different filtration process. So they might look at a WordPress website and say, all right, you have to have the right copy. You have to have your lead funnel created where you're giving away a really good opt-in. Have you hooked up your Google Analytics? Have you done this, this, and this, and this? And, and I'm not going to go into you know all the bits and pieces of that. But a web designer or a programmer is somebody that would just say, you would say to them, I need a website, and then they design it they're not looking through the filters of, is this a marketing machine? Is it going to be automated for you? They're not going to ask those questions because they're not thinking in that way. So I guess the, the key point here is you definitely do need strategy. You need, you need somebody that is going to help you position your company and, and use these tools that we've talked about in the right way. But once you have that, you can then get the right pieces of the puzzle to fill in once you know what you need. And you can very very quickly and very easily tell them you know how to go about um, achieving all the different things you need in your business.
1: Yeah, yeah, well said, well said. Um, before we uh, before we move on, we got a couple of I think we got some. Um We've got a couple of listener questions. or I know we've got one listener question from last week. We but, do. But we have a shout-out too, I think. We've got someone who's uh, left us some information that we yeah, really I'd appreciate. Yeah, I'd love to shout
0: this out, actually. And one of our uh, our episodes on our website, which is autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast – Actually, this is for uh, episode number 29, which is our sales automation episode. Uh, Gary, thank you. Gary Malkus left this. He suggested a, an amazing tool. I actually researched and checked it out. It's called Gumroad. And Gumroad is a platform where you guys can easily sell digital information. And it actually you know, hooks up your PayPal and, and your, helps you store your files on like Amazon S3, which is a big storage server. And it does it all very easily. So I just wanted to say, Gary, thank you for leaving that comment, taking that moment and sharing that with all of our listeners. We appreciate that.
1: Yes. Thank you, Gary. Awesome. Good, good. So, uh, listener question. What's our listener question? We listener had someone question. who sent yeah. some information in. What did they want to know?
0: Okay. The question is, when you are talking about your automation uh, for your financials, the episode for automating your financials, why didn't you talk about MYOB or QuickBooks?
1: Ah, why didn't we talk about MYOB or QuickBooks? Well, good reason. Um, we, we wanted to... Keep that Keep that session relatively short but more importantly, a lot of people know about QuickBooks they know about myOB. We wanted to share some tools and resources that people may not have heard before. So like anything, we could have had entire hours just on some of those tools. you know there are so many tools out there that do different jobs even even the um, outsourcing um, sites that we could have come up with today that we could have had another another 50 sites that do outsourcing like like Elance and that but we just wanted to make sure that we covered some of the ones that were a little bit out there but more uh, more in the entrepreneurs sort of realm as well so um, we, we are we could have definitely mentioned those in there they are good tools to use definitely um, look at those if you're already using those stick to using them they work they work really well um, mm-hmm. but we just want to give some more some different different um, views because you know not everyone sees all of these tools um like we can well everyone can see then we just come across them uh, and we wanted to share those with everybody exactly exactly
0: nice one all right andrew i think we've now officially come to the end of our automation series oh my so what God. does that mean we have we have to come up with a new uh topic for next week don't we
1: yeah what are we gonna do we might you know what we should do we should do an interview next week
0: Yes, we've never done an interview, for those of you who are listening. I mean, we're on, what are we on? Episode 33, right?
1: 33, 33. 33. We've never done an interview. Should we do an interview with somebody that's going to be more exciting than us?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we should, and you know why? Because um, obviously, the internet changes really fast, and there's so much information to share with you guys, and we have access to some incredible experts especially now since we've launched online footprint magazine which um you know now we're publishing i think uh what, what is, are uh, we up six, to edition six six yeah. yeah yeah so that's coming out so as a result of that we've really gotten access to some incredible people all over the world and we thought you know why don't we bring some of them into our show here and really have a great interview session and um get the the great meat out of their brain, all the the amazing things, and share that with you guys. And like to give you an idea, just as a quick teaser, what the the types of talent that we have access to, we're talking some of the top social influencers from the Forbes list, right, Andrew?
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: We have um, experts in Pinterest and LinkedIn, and we're talking like, this is all they do, eat, live, breathe, sleep. Pinterest, for example. So, imagine if we bring somebody into our show and we have some questions around Pinterest and how to use in your business from someone like that. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, we'll do that. We'll bring in some uh, experts from <clears throat> however often we need to bring them in um, and we'll start doing that. Let's, let's do that next week. That's um, that's our challenge. Done. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. All right. So, um If you are listening to us through iTunes, please leave us a review. Just give us five stars, leave a review for us. That'd be great.
0: We would love for you to pop on by autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast and on that that's our podcast website you can sign up to get updates we have bonuses on there we have an incredible resource page with all sorts of really cool little links and things that we talk about um, plus we have all of our show notes which have links every time we mention a link or a business or a tool in any of our episodes we put the links underneath that episode on the website so we'd love for you to pop on by over there and say hello and leave us your questions or
1: comments absolutely all right h well that's another good episode thank you very much thanks andrew look forward to it um take care everybody and just as a taste of another fiverr job here comes an ad we've got on fiverr see you later everybody bye guys
0: make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses Head on over to AYBpodcast.com.
1: All passengers and cabin crew should have be seated with their seatbelt securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking.
0: On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website www.autopilotyourbusiness.com or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.